Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on The Porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch, Corona edition. I'm joined in person with Mr. J.D. Rogers. That's right. And I'm keeping my distance. Don't you worry. And we are joined via technology with Mrs. Elena. I'm having a baby. I won't come out to the world until the baby's here. Haas. (laughs) Hey, guys. That is. But I'm not there today. So. Yeah. We just want to go ahead and say if like you've experienced any glitching, anything weird with technology, um, alien or. Elena is not an alien. She's not R2-D2. She's just on FaceTime right now. So if anything weird happens, it's because of that. That is correct. Or if there's different sound quality, we're in a different location recording. So it's a a whole new world. Not now, David. We are just trying to make it work in the midst of a crazy season. And I'm abiding to the shelter in place. I never knew. I'm new to town. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Elena. I'm sorry, Elena. He is on another level right now. It's so hot in here. It no is so hot. It is so hot in this church. On Fridays, I guess they just don't believe in AC. That's right. David has been stuck at home watching, as y'all heard last Tuesday, so many Disney movies. So many. They're just coming out of his, like seeping out of him. Okay, what are we talking about today? Yes, uh, we are talking about the concept of being single or in a dating relationship or somewhere awkwardly in the middle of those two things in the midst of quarantine and COVID-19. It is just something interesting that we think a lot of our viewers are learning how to navigate in a pandemic that they've never experienced before. And so- um, Dating from a distance. Yeah, I I would say for me, I'll speak on behalf of the singles. Uh, Let's just start with the singles, like the people and yeah. singleness right yeah. now. You're always talking about the fact that you're single. What is your deal, buddy? <laughs> what? what is this? You're on my personal dating hotline? Yeah, yeah. Just reach out to not, I'm just kidding. Um, wow. <laughs> no, I, please don't. What I am, what I am just saying is I'm just speaking my truth, man. Like I'm single. Yes. And so, um, you know. Hey, we have a message for that. Speak your truth. Find it on the Porch Podcast. It's an Instagram theology series. Oh, yes. Have, it's like, we have a message for you there, JD. I just want to say this on behalf of singles as well. Just because I state the fact that I'm single in yep. this season does not mean that I'm broadcasting that I'm single. It's not like every time you say I have a wife, I go, oh, you're just broadcasting that you're married. Or anytime someone's dating, it's not that I'm like, oh, you're dating way to broadcast it. It's just me stating the season of life that I'm in. So yeah. everyone get off the singles back. It's already hard enough. We already have enough on our mind. And we touched a nerve. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, what about Anyways, singleness? Okay, so single baby, about, <laughs> single. You're about to touch a lot more nerves. And what I mean is as a single right now in the midst of quarantine, yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people, the joke I've been seeing is we already feel, um, you already kind of mess around with hashtag forever alone, but mm-hmm. now that you are actually forced to be physically alone, you are feeling the weight of that singleness more than ever. Yeah. And I think it's really hard sometimes to look out and hear people complaining um, that have family, husbands, wives, kids around them, and, and they're saying, oh, I'm just so tired of... Uh, it's just driving me crazy being at home with the kids or man, me and my wife, we're, we're trying to get creative. It's so tough, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, 
at least you have someone because I'm currently stuck in a small apartment right now by myself. And I have, I have become well acquainted with my kitchen tiles and my ceiling. And that's about all I have. Wow. And yeah. I, <laughs> and what, so the kitchen tiles, why are you getting acquainted with those? Because I, for the first time in a long time, well, first off, I'm spending more time in the kitchen cooking than ever before. Yeah. And uh, secondly, I've actually been, you know, cleaning my floors in ways that I never, you know, actually cleaning them, deep cleaning. Okay. And Last Disney reference. Oh my gosh. For the first time in forever. That, I'm sorry if that's peaking right now, if you are just, your ears are getting, your ears are bleeding. Anyone know a movie? Yes, Tangled. Uh, yeah, Frozen. Frozen 2, boom. No. Frozen 2. That is no, frozen, frozen one. one. That's frozen, oh, frozen one. one. Yeah, it's oh, frozen. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Frozen one. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. All right. So, what do you? What does it look like to be single well in this season? To date well in this season? Well, no, no. Just talking. We're talking about just singleness right now. The point is, I'm trying to state the problem. The problem is, it's uh -huh. really hard to be single right now. Already, it was already tough, but it could be especially hard when you're not allowed to be around community and yeah. around people that are in the same stage of life as you. And so. First off, David, what, how would you encourage our single friends listening and, and what, what wisdom would you give them? Well, first I would say you're not crazy. Like there is, the, Thank you. the Bible says, yeah, that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord or receives what is good and receives favor. So I don't think it's crazy. And I think that we do a disservice when we're like, um, oh man, hey, if you had somebody, if you were married to somebody, that wouldn't really fix your problem anyways. While at the same time, I do think that you have um, there's a lie out there that uh, marriage could fix my loneliness. And as we've talked so many times, marriage can address your singleness. It can't fix your loneliness. And it's even possible to be more lonely in the midst of, of marriage uh, than if you marry poorly or you marry someone who doesn't know the Lord and marry the wrong person than if you were single. And uh, so at first thing I would just say is, man, you're not crazy. This is, I think, a challenging time for everybody across the board, whether you are single, whether you're married and singles, should know that there are um, challenges that come with being disconnected and loneliness is already something that you can find. Uh, I remember being single and you can fall into the lie that I'm going to be single for forever. Mm -hmm. The experience that so many other people have, whether complaining about their kids, I'd love to have that and I'll never get to have that. So I would, I would challenge that person to begin to take every thought captive as they think about the things that they're thinking about. Yeah. And they begin to think through like, what, how am I spiraling and beginning to buy a lie about where satisfaction is found, about how God is withholding something from me, and how can I take advantage of this unique time right now where I may have more time to myself to spend in God's word, to be disciplined for the sake of Christ and discipline myself for the purpose of godliness, as First Timothy says. And um, so I would seek to use this time really well. I would stay connected with other believers, whether that's a roommate or whether that's through text message or whether it's through, you know, group, community, like you gotta have, we all have to have accountability in, in this time. But this, just like singleness in general, is a season that you can use really well or really poorly. And by that, this, I mean Corona, like this time. Mm -hmm. So I think it's waking up every day with the um, decision already made. I'm gonna use this time, this day, who knows how long I have before Corona. Somebody out there, maybe the challenge to you is like, hey, you're single, you may have more time right now, Maybe you go, I'm going to read the entire Bible by the time that society reopens again. Wow. And you just give yourself a challenge where that's what I'm going to do. Yep. You could easily do that in 30 days. And um, so I don't know if that's answering exactly your question. But at the same time, hey, you can be single and you can begin to buy a lie that any of us can believe that is something other than God can ultimately fix what I experience at a soul level and satisfy some sort of loneliness and ache that I have there. And for most of us, oftentimes we look for that 
and we look for it in a relationship. Uh, we look for something that can only be found in God, whether it's intimacy and a deep soul relationship we were made for, security, we look to money to find that, all these different things that ultimately you're gonna find most fully in God, and that is fully available to you no matter your relationship status right now. While at the same time, you gotta have people, other Christians in your life that you're consistently communicating with, you're honestly communicating with, that are holding you accountable, and that know where you are, and that you can be a source of encouragement and life to them. Galatians 6 says, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And so I, I think you got to have those for you and to be a part of playing that role for others. That's such a good point of, yeah, that can't fix. There's some kind of hole that we're all searching to fill. And uh, ultimately, a spouse is not going to fix that. However, J.D., to your point, I think being in quarantine just highlights the fact that you're single because you are spending so much time alone and so it can make you feel really alone. And I think what feed, there's so many things that feed into that, but even so, like just the fact you're at home and let's just say you're on Instagram more and yep. all these couples are posting like dancing videos, Instagram TikToks, stories, yeah, like TikToks of them, like, like uh, Justin and Haley doing yes. their dances and you're like, yeah, I would love someone to pass the time with. And I know that they're not ultimately going to satisfy me, but it would be nice to have a companion to make TikTok videos with, or like have fun with, or cook with, yes, cook with make puzzle, like do puzzles or, you know, just whatever that looks like. And so I just think a lot of times um, we just need to acknowledge that that is a real struggle. And like you were saying, David, like God designed us for relationships. And so it is hard when you're quarantined and whether that's relationships with its friends or with a significant other, um, we are created for those relationships. So finding ways to still connect with people but yeah, I do see how singleness is just really uh, heightened in this time if you're feeling super single. Yeah, and here's I, here's some ways that I have personally dealt with this thing, this being single in quarantine, is I always have to ask myself, and I don't know if I ever will fully be able to confidently say this is true on this side of heaven, but man, if I was shipwrecked on an island and all I had was my Bible or, the, you know, to trust and know God, would it be enough? And I think every person has to ask themselves that is like, is God enough? I think that's what we constantly are pursuing yeah. with our life is, is learning more about God because in the learning, we're realizing that he satisfies and that yeah. he is with us. And that brings me comfort in knowing that no matter what happens in my life, because even that's a reality of like, even when you get married, I think you both can attest that even when you get married, there are still ways that your spouse is going to let you down and not meet that soul's desire. And so it's just such a good time to practice that heart condition of trusting God, finding comfort in his word and spending time with him and, and, and truly being satisfied. Um, it, the Bible says that as we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And, and that's, that's a beautiful thing to get to work on in this time. Yeah, here, let me say something that's kind of controversial, or at least I feel like acknowledges where people are at. I think it's harder in some ways, and this is gonna sound contradictory to every parent out there, probably myself at some point. It's harder in a lot of ways to be single in this time than it is to be married for this reason. When I go home, my kids and my wife is, you know, there's no school, so she's with kids all day. She's having to come up with activities and things to do. And, and that can just be really challenging to have little kids when it's, you can't go outside, can't go in public, especially if it's like rainy. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm going crazy. So when I come to the weekend, 
or when I'm off work, the challenge for me, I don't face the same temptation to veg out and watch Netflix. In fact, I can find myself being like, oh, it'd be awesome to be single and just like you could chill and you could kind of do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted during this time. You just have an extended amount of time. But that is an unhealthy place to run to. Like I'm yeah. basically fantasizing about something that it, I wouldn't encourage anybody to do. Yeah. So I think you have to be more on guard in this time because you don't have the demands of other people fighting for you and that is harder to do. You have a lot of freedom. So you need to have people in your life that are holding you accountable. It's hilarious. Elena, I don't know if you've seen this, like the battle between Gen Z and millennials right now. Um, like a lot of Gen Zs, they're the ones in college and they're the ones that are like being really, uh, the, the media is depicting them as being people who are irresponsible with their time. They're still going on their spring breaks. They're not caring about at being at home and, and quarantining themselves. And everyone keeps saying like millennials are out, blah, blah, blah. And all the millennials are like, no, we're at home stressing because we don't know how to pay for our rent. We're at home. We're at home like being, we, we're no longer Gen Z. You're looking for Gen yeah. Z. Quit attacking single millennials. And it's just so true as like young adults right now, we it's we're past we're not in college anymore. Right. We're we're amidst society, singles who don't have that codependency that you find in a family, you know, structure and you're at home right now with all of the same stress that everyone else is experiencing except you're experiencing it alone. Totally. And yeah. it's just it can be hard. And not even that, I'll kind of segue into the next part of being single is the temptation. Um, I hope that married couples, I'm not trying to get too far, but like I hope right now they're getting to spice up their love life. And I would say as a single person, that's oh, and just- they are, they're spicing it up. Great, Every great. married couple everywhere, it's never been spicier. I'm just saying, it's like, if you're telling, if people are telling singles to get creative with their time, like I would encourage married people with that. It was like, hey, on behalf of us, we can't, you know, Go get them. But um, it's like, <laughs> as singles, you know, we are sitting at home and all of the desires, all of the same temptations, all of those things are still there, but we don't have people or things to run to. So we're left alone with our thoughts and we're left alone with our time and and, and the monotony. And I've, I've had a lot of men reach out to me personally and just say, what are you doing? How are you fighting? And, and I'm on calls, you know, a lot of people just pursuing to stay pure in this time. And I was telling Elena earlier about a, a, an article I saw how Pornhub or re released like this gift to America where they're like, hey, we're gonna make our premium videos on our website free access for the next like 30 days to encourage viewers to stay home. And I'm like, man, that is so hard and that is so sad that totally they see that as like an incentive to stay home. And so what would you say to like the singles at home right now, just trying to fight temptation and, you know, for men and for women, just different things that the enemy's using right now in this isolation? Yeah. First I'd say you do have things to run to like all of us do. Mm -hmm. And that would be to God's word and God's people. You've got to have consistent accountability and people you're communicating with. If you're a guy and you struggle at all with pornography, like I do or have, and have been a part of my story, I would encourage you like crazy, go download Covenant Eyes. It's gonna be the best $10 a month that you could spend. It allows you to, uh, there's filter settings that you can have that'll just be a software that you can put on your phone, put on your computer, your iPad, whatever that is. So I would say there's things that, and that's just one expression of doing what Jesus said in Matthew chapter five, going to the extent of being willing to cut off your hand, gouge out your eye, 
to do whatever you have to if your right arm is causing you to sin or if your eye is causing you to sin. So as it relates to lust. Secondly, that- And David, on that, I think you are also saying women too, not just men who yes. struggle like- Oh, yes. Yeah, I posted about remaining pure the other day and women from Instagram commented all over my feed pretty much saying that I was ridiculous for asking men and women to not, they were saying it's a way of connecting with your body. Yeah. And now you need it more than ever to stress relief. And I was just like, whoa, ladies, ladies, calm down. Yeah. And so, yeah, very much to your point, Elena, it's men and women. 30% of pornography users, as best we understand it, based on surveys, studies, all that stuff, and who knows exactly even the number, are women. So it's not a guy temptation alone or strictly, but it is a temptation that the Bible says you and I are called to flee from, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin you commit, you commit outside the body. I remember the very first time that I saw pornography. I was 12 years old. I was at a church event mm. in a hotel room with other kids. And, and I share that because I still can see the image in my mind. Wow. It like, it's, it, you see it, it's a moment to see it, a lifetime to forget it. And the danger of pornography is it's been shown to even rewire your brain. It's feeding something that is gonna change the type of husband or spouse that you are, create unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. And this is a time to make sure that you are on guard like, um, like any other time. There's other ways and other things that I think we can run to too, whether it's anxiety and we can be bombarded with the news and just feeding things that are not healthy right now. So I just think no matter what relationship status you have, you gotta have other people who know what you're walking through and are speaking into your life and, and are um, holding you accountable and you're playing a role in encouraging and calling them towards. So maybe you start like a, hey, daily, your small group or community group, you jump on a, a Zoom call or a FaceTime. I don't know why people love Zoom more than FaceTime. Still, I'm still FaceTime. But um, you jump on that and you're communicating and you're just saying, hey, how can I pray for everybody today? Let's go get them. That's yeah, good. So I think the temptations thing is not just a big deal if you're single, it's also a big deal if you're dating and that can or in a relationship. So let's transition and what that looks like for even couples that are in a relationship during quarantine. The temptations are definitely still there. There can even be more uh, unique temptations if you are in a relationship. You guys want to talk about some of those and yeah. ways we can battle that. Yeah, some, some things I've heard from, or I could even imagine for dating people right now is it could be easy to kind of give a more excuse to like shacking up with your significant other of staying, hey, let's uh, quarantine, let's post up at each other's place. We're already on lockdown. Oh, hey, I'll just come over for the day since we're forced to be home. We'll watch Disney movies all day. Oh, what do you know? It's midnight up. Oh, I guess I'll just stay separate beds because yeah. we're Christians or you know, we fall asleep on the couch. What, what big deal? Just say the night you're gonna be here tomorrow morning anyways. Yeah. There's just more of that temptation without work and without your normal routines to compromise in dating relationships. So what would you say to that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's not that it's similar to the stuff that you would, we'd all say to single or married people. Hebrews chapter 13 says, let the marriage bed be kept undefiled or sexually pure by everyone. First Thessalonians chapter four talks about, this is God's will for you. You're sanctificate, are you growing to look more like Jesus? That you abstain from sexual immorality. So just like in any other context, that you would be wise. Maybe you make the decision that, hey, for, for this season, because there's something about like long distance dating that is relevant here where like the more time you spend apart, the more time you come together and it's like, oh my gosh, I just love you and all the emotions are heightened and I haven't seen you in too long and my roommate doesn't want you to come over because you may be yeah, bringing it in here. Yeah, people, come yeah, on. Exactly, <laughs> and so that can make uh, us trespass the um, Song of Solomon words of do not awaken love 
to its time or it can make us more susceptible to falling into that temptation. So I would have people who know your dating relationship. You're only watching those movies with your roommate right there on the couch and, and there's no shacking up or sleeping over or going on. I'm not even sure that you should be going out. Technically, I don't think that you can, right? I mean, if you're in Dallas, yeah, you if you're in Dallas, be. if you're in lockdown, you should not be going out. Yeah, what are you doing? And so, hey, and also on that, I feel like there's a temptation even more so to kind of like quote, like play house. Yeah. And quarantine life with the in a relationship is not the same as normal life in a relationship. So, for instance, like you're spending all your time together, you're cooking all your meals together, TikToks. You're like hanging out all day and maybe like you know working from home whatever uh but there's just like this this ability to spend so much time around the clock together because you're in lockdown or quarantine and it can just create this perception of kind of like playing house or playing like you are married it's everything except you know Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. commitment whatever um and so there's just so much more temptation to do that um, because you're like, well, what is, what am I going to go home and be alone? Like I might as well just stay here around the clock, whatever. So just knowing how all that can be super tempting and can, it's a slippery slope is all I'm saying is, um, if you are trying to get some of the, like the companionship that marriage brings before you are actually married, how that can create, um, just tensions in the relationship and, um, hard things to break later on when life goes back to normal. And now you're just used to spending all your time with this person. Um, that can just make it really complicated. Totally. I heard somebody say this recently that there's going to come a day where quarantine, I'm sorry, where coronavirus and this season right now is something that we look back on and it's part of the story that we tell. It's part of the story of your life. And you just kind of look back and you talk about like it, it won't last forever. So it's going to be, there's a, will come a day where we're going to look back and be like, Oh, remember in 2020 when, you know, the whole world shut down for that season. And it'll be a part of the story that we tell in the same way. I would say your current dating decisions you were making today with that person are gonna be a part of the relational story you tell as a couple. It will either be a story that involves, hey, we were obedient to following God's will, what he called us yeah. to, we sought to live and pursue purity, we didn't um, you know, awaken love before it's time, we were careful protecting each other's hearts, or it's gonna be a story that, hey, we didn't live and do it God's way, that is likely gonna to lead to tremendous heartbreak and you won't be able to experience all the different blessings that he wants you to in the context of marriage together. And so that's another story that may be the version of the story that you end up telling, but you and I are in the driver's seat of just like there will come a day where Corona is a part of the story we tell, there's gonna come a day where the decisions you're making today are gonna to determine the story you are gonna tell about the relationship that you have and even how you're using this time, but more specifically about you know that person that you're marrying or dating or your relationship in future. There's we talked about singles, we talked about dating. I would say we've received, even David, you've received a couple of questions about, hey, before lockdown, I was kind of like, you know, saying what's up to this girl. Yeah. I was pursuing this girl, we were in the talking phase, and I was just about to kind of seal the deal, maybe go on a couple of more dates or whatever, and now that's all over, is it still wise for me to make that call to go into a dating relationship now that we haven't gotten to spend time together? Uh, the beginning of our relationship will not exist around time spent together. So is it wise for me to do that? I would say, and I don't have a verse for this, but in my opinion, well, honestly, I would say even stronger than my opinion, but I guess I kind of just have to say my opinion. No, this, I mean, God is shutting the world down right now, which clearly (laughs) means, hey, you should probably hit pause on that like girl that you liked. The entire point of dating is to get to know someone. It's an interview. 
that should set you up to go, do I want to spend the rest of my life with this person? Do they have the characteristics, qualities? Are they the type of person that I want to marry and spend my life with? According to God's word, they fit those criteria. From a Zoom call or a FaceTime, it can be really easy to be misled on that. So all you're potentially doing is feeding something in your heart that creates an unrealistic expectation about what this person is really like or unrealistic perception about who they actually are. And I just think if you can't spend time together, which is the entire point of dating, I'm not sure this is a great use of your time to begin to fantasize and kind of feed something that may not go anywhere. So I would not do it. I wouldn't encourage my friends to do it. I wouldn't die on that hill if somebody's like, no. But how would, how would this be any different than a long distance relationship? Well, you can't, st- a long distance relationship that doesn't involve you getting to know them at a emotionally not heightened level or at a level where you're not um, like really emotionally involved, uh, I, I, you can't really get to know someone from a distance very well, long distance. Yeah. So, and oftentimes, you know, people will say, and I've counseled people, hey, you guys should probably live in the same city for a while and be pure and not live together and not play house, but live in the same city, be in community and get to know each other on a more in that way. active, regular basis before you get married and take that next step. So yeah. I just think it's not wise. What's the rush? It's not gonna last for forever. It's gonna be behind us. Yeah, I always say dating is should always be exploration that leads to confirmation. And that confirmation can be a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. And you've succeeded because that's what that season is for. Yes. And it's really hard to explore it realistically, like how in real life, in this time because right now we're just not in reality. Totally. And so I, I, I look, you agree with you. Elena, you have anything? I mean, I think that's a good point. People may hear though, like, oh, so if I'm, if I'm dating a girl and maybe we just started dating, should I like cut it off? Um, and I don't think you guys are saying, oh, if you're dating someone, cut it off. No. Um, but you're saying, hey, if it's in the beginning stages and you don't really know her yet, it just could be wise to hit pause on it. Um, right. Yeah. yeah like, I just wouldn't spend a ton of time on Bumble or Tinder or OkCupid or whatever dating app being like, yeah, and now I'm moving to totally FaceTime. So I have a date tonight. I'm making stroganoff for myself. Not sure what he'll make from there. And we're going <laughs> to FaceTime each other. And that will be date number one. I just don't think it's a good idea. And, and somebody yeah. out there is going to contradict this. And you will be the couple that finds love and does it in all the right ways over Corona. But I think for the vast majority of people, it's just not a very productive, good use of time. It can be a big distraction. Yeah, and I think what's hard about that is right now when people are kind of, you know, more bored than normal and sitting at home, a lot of people are like, well, now would be a great time to have a significant other to spend time with. So now I should go on Bumble or Tinder or, um, did you guys hear about this new, there's this new dating app out now called okay zoomer it's for like college kids but there's even more (laughs) there's more dating apps coming on the scene because people are like oh people can't go out and meet so now we need to give them this other option and for a lot of people that can be like oh well now's the best time for me to jump on those things totally um try to find someone to spend this time with and so i just hear y'all counseling of that's just not maybe the best use no i would say that person that's a bad use of your time so jd get off of okay zoomer and, uh, and Ephesians chapter five says, hey, uh, make the best use of your time. It literally says yeah. that for the days are evil. And so in this season, I just think you spend a lot of time getting to know a lot of different people from afar that you don't have any relationship with is not a great use of your time in stewarding that. And it just reminds me of Ecclesiastes when it talks about there's a time for everything. And right now it doesn't need to be the time for you to start a brand new relationship. You know, God 
can use this time in your life to strengthen your faith and to grow closer to him. And there's so many things you can do with this time that it doesn't, since there is a time for everything, just we can trust God with timing. And yeah, you can text them. You can like, you can check in, like be friends, but I I mean, yeah, leave it there. Keep it chill from there. I think we've got covered it all for this one. And so David, take us home, my friend. What should we take him home with? What Disney song? I don't, (laughs) I've been ready ever since the first time in forever. Yeah. I would say, let it go. Oh man, that's so relevant. Let it go. Na, 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 and I, na, I just want to say, Elena, I, again, if if the if the sound is weird, I have no idea how this is recording. This is our first time doing this through FaceTime. Um, but if it's in any way weird or different, we apologize. We're and just trying to make it work for you guys. Totally, and it won't be that way forever. So, anyways, hey, if you do have more questions, we want to be as strategic as we can during this time to answer the questions that you may be interested in most hearing. And so we're pushing out more content than ever. So you can email us at info at the porch.live and say, would you please do a podcast on this or please do a views from the porch? We'd love to hear those. We love feedback. If there's any way that we can serve you or stories of what God is up to in your life, we always love to hear that kind of stuff. So email us there. And um, as always, we'll see you next week on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the Porch ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.